Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray. Let's Go, presented by Hertz. Tommy, how are you today? What's up, Jim? Happy Monday and happy Halloween to you. Uh, we've got a big night planned ahead, so it should be a fun night. What do you got going? So our block here in Tampa is pretty intense with Halloween because it's a pretty easy block to get to. It's a very, very festive night. So the kids are super excited and uh, should be should be a really fun night for us. Are you uh, getting dressed up? The trick for me is to get out there and make sure I can go somewhat unnoticed. So hopefully I'm somewhat anonymous tonight so the kids can really enjoy themselves. I, you know, it could get a little hectic. And if it does, then I'll come back home. But I'm hoping I can be just another dad out there on the street tonight in a, in a cool costume. Hey, Tom, are the kids uh, disappointed when they come by your house or are you handing out some candy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jim, all non-inflammatory foods here at the house, avocados and uh, almonds. So I don't think the kids in the neighborhood would do that. If I did that, there'd probably be some uh, toilet paper decorations in the next couple nights. So, yeah, they get some pretty good candy coming by our house tonight. Did you know that Hertz has the largest EV rental fleet in North America? Get your next Let's Go moment the electric way today. Visit Hertz.com slash EV to learn more. Hertz, let's go. Well, it's been kind of scary to uh, watch the Buccaneers play out on the field, Tom. Um, oh. <laughs> and, and you guys aren't wearing costumes. You're dressed up as the Buccaneers. <laughs> what's going on? It seems like everything's out of sync. Oh, man. Uh, what's going on? I've gotten that question quite a bit lately. And, uh, you know, I think we're trying to get it right, and we just haven't figured it out yet. So, you know, look, when you've lost five out of six games, there's not a lot of good things to be said. I know even coming on the show, you and I joke that it's a lot more fun when we win because there's way more positive things to talk about. That's how we feel at work too. And I, I think the silver lining is, you know, we have not lost any hope or confidence in one another. We just haven't played well enough. And we're not getting the ball in the end zone enough and we're not making plays that we're just capable of making. We, you know, there's a lot of statistics you could point to and a lot of things that, you know, are going to be below the line, so to, so to speak. Um, we're just not getting the job done and we've got to go work harder and, and, and stronger and, you know, more emotional, uh, in a positive way in order to stop the losing momentum and get turned around. So, you know, I think again, another silver lining is our division is, you know, it's none of the teams our division have great records. So, what we do from here, it's all ahead of us. And hopefully we can get some players healthy. Hopefully we can play better football on Sunday and continue through this season and give give it our best. So we had practice earlier today, and we're going to continue to fight like we always have. And we've got to fight harder, and that's what it takes in the NFL right now. How do you change going in now as you go to November? Uh, the team has had an inability to run the ball uh, last in the National Football League. Um, that can't really be a practice thing, can it? Well, I think we could work on it, you know, and continue to work and, and communicate on, you know, us getting to the right alignments and on the right people and then obviously playing, you know, with a lot of confidence with one another in order to maximize the opportunities when we do get the runs called. And I think, Part of it is we haven't converted as well on third down, so therefore we're off the field and we're not able to pile up a lot of runs. Um, 
But I have a lot of confidence in us, and we have, we have good runners. Um, we just haven't gotten the job done, and it's turned into a lot of passing games because we've been behind a lot. And I think one thing always can benefit the other. If we gain more first downs on third down, then we can run the ball more. If we run the ball more, it's less passing. If it's less passing and you play with a lead because you're two-dimensional, you know you can get more chunks in the pass game too because you're not playing from behind and they can pin their ears back and rush the quarterback. So that's kind of how football is. You know, when one thing goes bad, you just got to try to solve it because if one thing goes bad, it leads to another thing. There's more compensation. And then ultimately you're not playing a winning style of football, which is really the case. We've got behind because we haven't played well early. Once you get behind, you're forced more into a one dimensional game. The other team can play on their terms and it's very difficult to pull things together when you're not playing the way that we're capable of. So we just got to keep fighting. There's no other way but through it, and there's no surrender. We're going to fight as hard as we can, and we're going to try to turn things around. So when when you watch the games, as the fans do and as those of us in the media do, it, it looks like there's a communication problem of some sort because you come off the field or you give a look or you point or you break a tablet or whatever goes on. I've only broke and, two tablets this year, and they were in the same game. For the record. Okay. So you've <laughs> gotten proficient at that. You perfected right. that so you don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but the point is, is when you're talking to Mike Evans coming off the field or the look is that perhaps he's in the wrong place or you threw the ball in the wrong place, it just doesn't look like the cohesive unit that won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago and that has played together now for three years. What do you attribute that to? I think, first of all, you know, the expectation, that's a good point, you know, because you would say, oh, you won the Super Bowl two years ago. What's what's different? And, you know, you got to rebuild every year. And that's part of the deal in the NFL, that nothing's the same from year after year. We have so many new players on our team from that team a couple of years ago. We've moved on from that. We moved on last year, and we came up short last year. And this year, we just we started off 2-0. It felt really good. Lost a tough one at home uh, to Green Bay. Lost another tough one at home to Kansas City, beat Atlanta, and then now have lost three straight. And, you know, it's tough to swallow because you have very high expectations to start the year because you do have some players returning, but you're still integrating a lot of new people, new schemes into the offense, and we just have not clicked yet. We have not found our rhythm yet. We haven't been able to hang our hat on any one thing that we can count on week to week. But hopefully we can turn that around. And it's a new month here in November. It's going to get tougher. Uh, these games are all more meaningful because there's few of them left. And if we want to do something about the season, you know, we're the ones that got to turn it around. So I think it first starts with awareness of what do we have to correct. And the only way to correct it is to practice it. And that's by going out there every day with a commitment to getting better with a great work ethic and a great attitude. Then you can gain some confidence in practice, and hopefully that confidence can carry over to the games. But the problem is, when you're losing, every third down feels monumental. Every kick feels monumental. You know, and that's the problem when you're in the rhythm of losses. You know, I was watching the Eagles the other day. They're in the rhythm of winning. So everything is just coming because they're making it happen. And that's a great way to play. That's the way you winning teams do play. And that's the way it feels that, you know, every they make every play. And that's the difference in the teams that win and lose. Ultimately, you either make the play or you don't. 
And whether that's a pass that I need to make, whether that's, you know, we're on the receiving end of that, whether I'm on a tackling end of that, whether I'm rushing the quarterback on the other end of that, this is all an individual matchup game. And we all collectively as a team have to do a better job. And that's just when you're in the losing rut of the season, you've got to turn it around. You've got to put more energy. You've got to put more emphasis into it. You've got to practice harder. You've got to play harder until you get it to turn. And then once you find your rhythm, you got to stay in that rhythm. So that's what we're working toward. And that's what we're talking about. And this is the first time that, you know, since I've been here, we've had to deal with something like this. We've had other really tough losses. A few years ago, we lost by, I don't know, 30 plus points, you know, but we haven't lost three games in a row. And we got another good football team coming to town here in the Rams here. So if it's going to change, it's going to be up to us and the people at one buck to go out there every day with an, uh, an intention and awareness to go practice gain confidence that we can go perform at a higher level on Sunday by playing with more anticipation, better communication, and hopefully that leads to better execution. And we'll talk a bit more about the Rams uh, later on in the program. Jim Gray with Tom Brady. Our program is brought to you by USAA. USAA was started in 1922 by a group of soldiers who made a promise to always take care of their own. And after 100 years, USAA is still serving the military and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. USAA. Tom, you've never been three and five before. Two games under 500. Got to go back 23 years ago, uh, 1998 <laughs> at Michigan. And uh, you were 0-2 then, then you rattled off eight straight. You're in unfamiliar territory here. How are you dealing with that aspect of it? You know what? I'm glad it's unfamiliar. And I'm, I want this to be as unfamiliar as possible, so... Uh, losing sucks and we've put a lot into winning just like every team does and no one's feeling sorry for the Bucks. we know that and we got to go change it so I think the attitude is you know, there's no surrender there's nobody that's backing down from the challenge uh, we faced adversity before we all have you know you face you face adversity in your professional life you face adversity in other aspects of life it all builds resilience and you learn how to deal with the adversities and hopefully they make you stronger. So we're going to go out there this week and we're going to try to be the best we could be this week. Who cares what happened in the past eight weeks? Our record is what it is. We're not changing it. We can't change any game that we've had. All we can do is learn from the last eight weeks and do a try, try to apply it in a winning way this week. And, uh, you know, it's a big challenge for us. So we're going to see what we're made of. And I think time will tell all. It's really hard to imagine, though, Tommy, in a 23-year professional career, there's probably not another player in the National Football League who has that record or, or, or who would be able to say that. <laughs> who says you can't teach an old dog new tricks, Jim? <laughs> well, that's the trick that, you, that you, the owner of that dog would send you outside and, and retrain you because that's not a new trick you want to be learning. <laughs> uh, I wish I didn't have to learn it, believe me. <laughs> well, there's something about it, the sound of the buzzer, the blow of the whistle, the coach yelling just loud enough for you to hear them from your seats. It's thrilling, and you can't wait to do it all again next week. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express, don't live life without it. Jim Gray with Tom Brady here on Let's Go. Tom, every team in the National Football League has injuries, and you've said the injury rate is 100%. Everybody's yeah. going through them. Your offensive line has been decimated. Your defensive backfield and now Shaq Barrett 
uh, one of the stalwarts uh, on your defense is out now with a torn Achilles. Um, yeah. This just compounds the problems, doesn't it? That one hurts a lot. There's no doubt. And I, you're right. Every team does deal with it. We've dealt with our fair share on offense this year. And defensively, to lose Shaq is a big loss for us. Uh, there's no replacing that level of ability that he has. She's a tremendous player, great teammate. We're going to miss him. And it's a, you know, it's one thing to lose a game. It's another thing to lose a key element of the defense in that game too. So, you know, it's uh it was a very shitty loss in, in both respects. And, uh, you know, we all want him to recover. We love being out there on the field with him, And unfortunately he won't be able to make it through this year. And we got to keep fighting on without him. Tom, we talk about it every year, the catastrophic injuries and big article being written about turf and, uh, natural grass. Barrett's comes on, on natural grass. So it doesn't fit into that narrative. Is there any way out for the National Football League uh, of having these massive collisions uh, and, and the sport is so fast of uh, avoiding these injuries in the future? Is, is is there anything that can be done? Or I guess if it could have been done, it would have been? Yeah, and I think it's the nature of a very um, of a very physical sport. These are very big people running very fast in small spaces. So I think there's going to be injuries. It's just part of being in contact. You know, I think the non-contact ones, I think that's where you can really focus on your own preventative care. Um, I know with the articles that like you talked about playing on grass versus turf, I mean, obviously playing on grass is much better for us players and not just, I'd say, NFL players, but college players, high school players, youth sports. And I think the accumulation of a lot of years on turf can be very challenging, you know, when you reach a, a pro level too. So, you know, some of it is, you know, a lot of these are financial decisions that are made, um, but, you know, we've got to always try to mitigate injuries as best as possible, but also understand and accept they come along with the sport that we've chosen. Not that you'd ever want to be injured, but with a physical sport, that's the way it's going to be. So, you know, we did set that esteem record last week for sacks or something, 556 plus sacks. I'm glad most of those were on grass. 555, Justin Houston. 555 well sorry for thanks for the reminder um <laughs> you know there was a lot there's been a lot of falls and believe me falling on grass is a lot better than falling on the turf and you know scratchy it's like i always said if you're going to do something once you may as well do it 555 times <laughs> <laughs> the question is is it 556 57 58 60 and so forth <laughs> i need to throw the ball a lot quicker and i won't have to deal with it and with that, Tommy, let's remind everybody, our program is brought to you by Bank of America. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, even football fans can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Member FDIC. Stay with us. Much more with Tom Brady when we return on Let's Go on Sirius XM. Hey everyone, this is Lindsay Rhodes, host of the NFL Roadshow, a SiriusXM podcast, inviting you to join me three, yes, three times a week for NFL analysis that goes beyond the low-hanging fruit. On Mondays, we react to the biggest stories of the NFL weekend. On Wednesdays, we pick one topic to really dig in on. And on Fridays, I'll give you all the fantasy football advice you need in just 15 minutes. We call it the Fantasy 15. Download new episodes of the NFL Roadshow right now on the SXM app, included with all of our trials and popular plans, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray along with Tom Brady. Our show is brought to you by Morton's The Steakhouse. Morton's is widely regarded as the best steak anywhere and features an inspiring menu of USDA prime-age steak, fresh seafood, legendary handcrafted cocktails, and a sophisticated vibe. Visit mortons.com for locations and reservations. That's mortons.com. Tommy, there's an awful lot going on in your life uh, away from the football field. You're a very public figure, and your personal life uh, spills over, and it's created, I'm sure, a number of challenges for you this season. Yeah, Jim. You know, I think there's a lot of professionals in life that go through things that they deal with at work and they deal with at home. And obviously the good news is things that it's a very amicable situation. And I'm really focused on two things and taking care of my family and certainly my children. And secondly, doing the best job I can to win football games. So that's what professionals do. You focus at work when it's time to work. And then when you come home, you focus on the priorities that are at home and all you can do is the best you could do. And that's what I'll just continue to do as long as I'm working and as long as I'm being a dad. Is there a challenge compartmentalizing between the two? Well, I think that's what being a professional is. So I've dealt with a lot of challenging situations on and off the field over 23 years. And a lot of it does play out, um, you know, in front of a lot of people. So, you know, it's, I think the interesting thing for, you know, football player, athlete in general is, you know, you're out there. I always say we're not actors, you know, even though we're on TV, you know, that is our real self out there. We're trying to do our best. That's how people really had gotten to know me over the years by being on TV. And that is an authentic self that's out there to compete with my teammates every day. And you're giving all you can to the team. And, you know, everyone's going through different things. We all have our unique challenges in life and we're all humans and we do the best we could do. And I have incredible parents that have always taught me the right way to do things. Uh, you know, I want to be a great father to my children and always try to do things the right way as well. And to deal with things that are in your life uh, that have challenges, you want to deal with them in the best possible way. So I want to always be able to hold my head high on and off the field. And I'm going to try to continue to do that for as long as I'm here. Tommy, let's turn this back to football. Bill Belichick's been answering questions about your records for years. Yesterday, he passed George Hallis with 325 wins. He's now 23 away from Don Shula uh, and the all-time coaching record. What are your thoughts on the longevity that he has displayed and, and passing these records? Well, again, a, a remarkable achievement by him and you know what he's gone through in, in, in his coaching career in as many years as he's been coaching and preparing his teams, he's so deserving of the award. And he's been an amazing coach that I got to play for for 20 years. He always has his team prepared. He works incredibly hard, and he's incredibly deserving of all the accolades that go along with it. So I'm really happy for him, and none of his success really surprises me. Getting a firsthand view of what he put into it every week for 20 years that I was there with him. He's a historian of the game, and he kind of deflects all of this, but you know him probably better professionally than anybody, having spent all that time. What do you think these records mean to him since he won't tell us himself? Well, I think it means a lot to him. He is a historian of the game. You know, I just you remember when I was there, we talked about Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers. There were a lot of history lessons that he would give the team just to give you perspective on the history of football, 
history of coaching, history of playing, history of rivalries and games and founding the NFL teams because we all love football. And, you know, he's going to go down as, you know, the greatest coach of all time. Uh, he's done just an incredible job, certainly with the Patriots. And he learned a lot over the years when he was the Giants, the Jets, the Browns. Um, you know, his history goes way back. So, you know, you should feel good about those things. It's a lifetime achievement award as, as well. And he's put a lot into it. And he's taught a lot of people the game of football in a very detailed way. He believes in the fundamentals. He believes in the techniques. He believes in preparation, hard work, discipline, toughness, all the things that are sustainable over over time. And they're all great lessons to learn in life, too. So um, he's an amazing coach. And again, I was very lucky to play for him all those years. Jim Gray and Tom Brady, our show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team at K.com slash true fans and gear up for the season with K. Tom, another circumstance close to you is Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, it's hard to believe, but about a month and a half ago, nobody in the NFL wanted this guy on their team, including the team he's on, the 49ers. Yesterday, he comes in there, throws about five just perfect passes, better than anybody probably could have done anywhere in the National Football League. Isn't it amazing how quickly things can turn? And and here's a guy that you know really well and gets McCaffrey in there, and, and, and now there's a whole new life up there. Yeah, he, he's playing great football, and that team is tough to beat. They play good defense. They run the ball well. Jimmy's playing well. Um, you know, we played the Rams this week, and that was obviously who the Niners played yesterday. Jimmy made some great plays. There was a, a touchdown pass he threw to Christian McCaffrey. That was a great throw. It was kind of an ad-lib play. And Christian made an incredible play going up for the ball. So, uh, you know, Jimmy's playing well. And that's what it takes. you got to get a consistent level of play from your quarterback. And Jimmy's done well since he got to the Niners. And he's, you know, brought him to the Super Bowl. He's just done an amazing job. Um, and I think anytime you deal with the adversity that he's dealt with, he had a major shoulder injury. Uh, he had a thumb injury in the playoffs last year. He's basically all offseason doing that. Then he's, all he hears is he's going to get traded. Next thing you know, he's a starting quarterback again for the same team. And I think he's handled the situation extremely well, uh, handled it with a lot of dignity, with a lot of grace. And he's gone out there and helped the team win games. And they're a very competitive team in the NFC right now. They have a good defense, run the ball well, very well coached. And they're going to be very formidable here down the stretch. Tom, with everything going on in your life, the football and so forth, yesterday uh, you were photographed helping some folks who were uh, victims to Hurricane Ian. You took your kids and you were passing out food. Uh, I'm sure you probably wanted to do this without being recognized and noticed, but that's almost impossible. Uh, what compelled you at this point with everything in your life to uh, do that yesterday when you weren't playing? You know, I just think it was a very devastating thing that we all witnessed here in the state of Florida. And, um, you know, when it happened, we told our children that we're going to help how we can, whether that's donate to relief efforts, whether that's to go on the ground and support people who are kind of in the trenches, you know, it's a, it's a very difficult situation. And, uh, you know, it was tough to see, but amazing mm -hmm. the people that are there willing to go clean up and help. And we were just there to serve food and, it's a uh, it's a very rewarding experience. So giving rewards the giver, loving rewards the lover. And that's the way that life is. And um, 
you know, you just always have opportunities to give back in the ways that we can. And, um, you know, that's, that's what we do here in life. All right, Tom, you got the Rams coming in. It's a must win. I would think for, for you and your teammates, um, they're struggling too. They're not having the type of season that uh, they would have anticipated after winning the Super Bowl. So it puts an added importance because both teams are in virtually the same circumstance in their divisions. Um, how do you get things going against uh, another desperate team? Yeah, and a very good team that plays us uh, very difficult. Um, they're a tough team to go against. They rush the quarterback well. They do a very good job controlling the ball on offense. Very well coached. And that's why they won the Super Bowl last year. So they have a great pass rush. They got Bobby Wagner, middle linebacker, Jalen Ramsey. They got a very good secondary. Nick Scott's back there. He's playing great football too. So you know, we got a work cut out for us. It doesn't get any easier, especially when you're not playing as well you're capable of. But we've got to figure out a way. And we got to, first of all, it starts in practice. And we got a tough week of practice ahead because we have to make improvements. And that's what football season's all about. Tom, as always, we appreciate your time. Best of luck against the Rams. And we will talk to you next Monday night right here on Let's Go. Thanks a lot, Jim. I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Everyone have a great week. Thank you very much. That's Tom Brady. He's our expert, along with Larry Fitzgerald. And any athlete will tell you that it helps to work with an expert. For buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com. It's powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 3038, licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Let's go. Presented by Hertz. Want to thank our producer, Dave the Snake Hagen. How do you think Snake did this week, Tommy? Great, as always. And Scratchy, quit knocking him. This guy's a stud. Snake, you know that. Oh, he keeps it all together. I don't knock him, but we got to give him a little bit of a needle. I mean, you know. <laughs> That's what we do. Give him a little bit of a hard time. Production assistance by Harris Fabishoff. How do you think Harris did this week, Tom? Harris did really well as well. All right. All right. Good grades from the quarterback. And we want to thank our sponsors, Hertz, American Express, USAA, Bank of America, K Jewelers, United Wholesale Mortgage, and Morton's. Let's Go Podcast with Tom Brady was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions and Shadow Lion. Thanks so much for joining us, and we will talk to you again next week right here on Sirius XM. XM Podcasts.